Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday July 24th. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. Elon officially introduced Miami senior deputy AD Jennifer Strale as its new AD on Friday. Strale stating, We must be bold and innovative to best position Elon for success in the ever-changing world of intercollegiate athletics, while remaining steadfast in our commitment to our values and to our integrity. Phoenix president Connie Ledoux book adding, Jennifer's commitment to the holistic development of our student-athletes aligns perfectly with our institution's values, and her presence will undoubtedly enhance the overall experience of our athletes. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov sits down with John Canzano.com's namesake to discuss the league's media rights negotiations, why he wants to embrace the Big 12 fee, Pac-12 rivalry and more. Klyovkov says of the media rights talks, It seems like almost every week for the last eight or nine months there has been some craziness going on amongst our partners, and the conversation we've been having in the boardroom is in that kind of environment you don't really want to be doing a media rights deal because you're going to be in a place where you're leaving money on the table and your partner is not going to be very excited about doing the deal. So, we have to be patient and the board has been incredibly patient and, candidly, the athletic directors, too. This is not easy for them. They're getting pressure left, right and center from every constituent. What I have seen is that particularly in the last month or so but even earlier than that, the macroeconomic conditions were getting better, and people have started coming back to the table who were not able to be at the table three months ago or six months ago. On the Big 12 rivalry, Klyovkov says it's great. As soon as we get our media rights deal, I think Brett and I should sit down and figure out a way to solve it on the field. Let's put that rivalry on the field. Colorado AD Rick George reflects on 10 years of leadership in Boulder and also comments on his current contract situation. I have less than three years left on my contract now, and I don't see me working past that time frame in this position. More on George's tenure as Buffs women's soccer head coach Danny Sanchez notes key facility improvements. We understand that things can't happen overnight. And it's not inexpensive to do things in Boulder. Never once did we feel the administration wasn't supporting us. It was just a matter of the right time and the right place. We knew it would happen. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't say the first time I drove by and saw those lights going up, you get goosebumps. It just really shows the level of commitment to spend that money out there for our student-athletes. It's fantastic. The athletic Stuart Mandel gets an unnamed pack, 12 official on the record to provide more context around yesterday's angle of new players coming to the table, for the league's media rights opportunity. Think about what the media and technology companies have been going through the last nine months, economic downturn, soft ad market, worse stock performance for most of those guys in decades, layoffs, writers and now actors strikes. It's been a brutal economic time. We're just starting to come out of that. What we've seen is, every time we wait, we get more opportunities and better numbers. More key notes from Mandel, two league sources told The Athletic on Friday there's not unanimity among the presidents to expand at all. It would take an 8-2 vote, and at least two schools, one of them assumed to be Oregon, don't currently support it. The rationale being, they'd rather compete with fewer schools for the Pac-12's berth in the expanded college football playoff, not to mention sharing CFP revenue with fewer mouths. SBJ's Abe Madger breaks down what the NCAA must take into consideration for its media rights negotiations. It seems like a certainty that the women's basketball tournament will be sold as a standalone, after it drew record ratings this past April. But what else? The women's and men's college world series both rated very well, and women's gymnastics and volleyball also have audiences. 
supporters of these sports are advocating for them to be pulled out and sold individually. The fear is that if the NCAA pulls out too many popular sports, the package will become so diluted it will lose any value and defeats the purpose of maximizing rights fees and distribution. Remember, these are only for the championships, not the regular season or the conference championships. It's limited inventory and that's what the NCAA and Endeavor will have to navigate as they go to the marketplace. Talks are expected to unfold later this year. The NCAA Committee for Legislative Relief Administrative Committee has approved a blanket waiver to permit FBS institutions to increase the football preseason participant limit from 110 to 120 for the 2023-24 academic year. The waiver does not change any current legislative exceptions to replace student-athletes who voluntarily withdraw or sustain an injury that prevents further participation in preseason activities. The Football Oversight Committee will continue to review the legislation and decide whether to introduce legislation for future academic years. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 24th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.